I probably won't be able to make a recording tomorrow because I have a shoot and it's going to last a very long time. So because of that, I figured I'd hop on the podcast today to make a quick recording just so that there isn't any unfilled slot for tomorrow. So what pearl would I like to drop for you guys today? It's an oldie because it's something that I talk about time and time again from the podcast, but it's also um, part of um, larger conversations that I keep receiving from uh, people in real life as we go about our wedding uh, businesses as uh, wedding industry professionals. And so the last conversation that I had was a couple of days ago with uh, someone in my uh, video crew well not really in my video crew per se because he's someone that i've done some work with before in the past we first met at um, a british council program one of those programs where they have um, creative entrepreneurs and then they have people from um, all over the world coming to talk to them about uh, creativity um, branding, business, uh, what else, business financing, and all those sorts of things. Um, I think it's called the Accelerator Bootcamp or something like that. So it's something that goes on every year. So if you're interested in those sorts of things, if you have businesses that might qualify, then look for uh, British Council Handles. I think it's NG British, uh, gosh, NG British something, I can't remember. But um, basically just check... Um, British Council handles on Instagram and follow and you'll be kept in the loop when these sorts of activities are um, being promoted and they're um, open for entries. So that's where I met um, this dude. Let's call him M for now. So that's where I met uh, M and his crew because we were part of the, that Shago and I were part of the official coverage for the um, event. That's from the British Council. While M and his own boys were there as um, contractors brought in by some of the facilitators. So if you guys run businesses, uh, apart from your wedding business, where you get to do public speaking and things like that, it's a good thing to consider bringing in your own media team on the side so you can get your own collateral from the event so you can get to share and to post and things of that nature. Because there's no guarantee that if you're invited to speak at one of these things, not just the British Council event, but some for some other corporate event or some other NGO event. It's not a guarantee that they are going to give you video footage that they get from that so you can use to promote yourself. So that's how M got into the picture. Uh, he seemed like a real resourceful guy. And um, we got talking then. We discussed some ideas about um, wedding diary ideas that my brother and I had tried back when we were based in, in Lagos and starting out in the wedding industry. So I discussed some of those ideas with him and we figured it's, it's stuff that we would try, but then it just things just, just kind of uh, got put on the back burner, but I still uh, kept in touch. So eventually I did get to work with M on another wedding. I didn't bring him into the loop. He got in independent through the wedding planner and was like, hey, this guy, how you doing? And then the conversations um, flowed from there. And we've had a pretty much a good working relationship um, since then. Now, um, M reaches out a couple of days uh, after the gig. Um, you know, after he's supposed to have been done with his deliveries. And he's like, um, 
hey bro, I want to ask you a question. And I'm like, shoot, you can call me in about two hours. We didn't get to speak, but eventually we got on the phone the other day. Sorry, the next day. And then um, he just wanted to know what my take was on dealing with um, difficult clients. And so he filled me in on a couple of difficulties that he was having with one particular client. And um, we hashed that out. And then um, there was a tie-in to another client before, and then another one. And I just pretty much gave him what my overall principles are about how I deal with these sorts of things. Um, because I've been in the game longer than he has, you know, he figured maybe I might have the lowdown on how to deal with these sorts of things. So I gave him the watered-down version, sort of, because it's hard to hit people over the head with what I think is the um, concrete truth when it comes to these sorts of things. So, um, bottom line, how do you deal with difficult clients? The answer is, and I strongly believe, that there is no such thing as a difficult client. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I know you're going to wonder, what is this guy saying? Has he been shooting weddings in Niger like I have? How can he say that there are no difficult clients? Are you trying to say that there are no bridezillas? Are you trying to say that there are no unreasonable grooms? And are you trying to say that they're not members of the brides or the groom's family who will try to milk you for every single thing that they can, even though they made a really unconscionable bargain up front and you have very little margin in the whole thing in the first place? So these things happen. Don't get me wrong. What I'm trying to say is that there's no such thing as a difficult client because we are the professionals, so we are the ones who are supposed to take the initiative on these things to make sure that they do not happen. Now, the reason why I say that there's no such thing as a difficult client is because you only have difficulties when expectations have not been properly set and expectations have not been properly met. So even if deep down, you know, you can't put your hand on your chest and everybody knows that this girl is an absolute bridezilla, the thing is, if you did your job and set expectations the right way, or if you set them up the right way and you did meet, um, meet those expectations, then the chances are that there's very little room for a fallout or very little um, justifiable reason for a fallout. And when that happens, everybody, um, it'll be obvious to everyone that, you know what, she's just uh, picking a tiff with every single person. And so don't take it to heart, don't take it personal. So the problem only arises when we're not able to set clear expectations. So let's take this in, uh, this example of where it looks like the bride's family is trying to milk you for all you've got and they try to squeeze the last cobble out of the uh, negotiation. Now we can't really blame them because they have to cover their own self-interest. Most people are self-interested, so that's just normal. Chances are, you might be more charitable, but chances are, you know, you would take a bargain if it stares you in the face. If you can, you would take a bargain. So the onus is on us to make sure that we're able to set the right expectations and right parameters when we're negotiating and uh, things of that nature. We should be ready to walk away if it looks like things are getting unconscionable. But the bottom line is we are the ones who have to be professional in that situation to qualify properly, to be sure that we're speaking to the right people, there's a need that we can meet and that there's enough margin for us at the end of the day. Because let's face it, I have taken those weddings where I'm with the bride and 
the way I see this bride, I know that she wants to shine, she wants to pop and all of that. But I'm much more of a candid shooter. But because I'm broke, I take it. I've done that twice so far. And it doesn't end well. So it's up to you to qualify to be sure. Am I speaking to the right person? So, you know, sometimes it's the right person is about whether there's going to be a blend between what it is that you do and what it is that they want. So you have to ask yourself these sorts of questions and make the hard decisions. So if you set the expectations right that, um, you know, you take this money and you're upfront with the, with the bride, like, um, hey, you know, uh, we're good for social so and so, but there's something I need to discuss with you. Have a look at my Instagram handle. You know, I think you and I need to have a talk to be sure that we're um, exactly uh, on the same page. So if you guys have that conversation about what the expectations are, and maybe ideally she wanted to pop and she wanted to shine, she wanted to glow, but now she understands that you're a candid guy, but anyway, they're broke. So... 150k is all that they can afford so no problem they will just give you the money and take whatever it is that they can get you know those things do happen but you have to have these conversations up front and you have to be real professional about it set the expectations set the parameters be sure that you understand what it is that is going on you need to ask these questions up front this is the only way that we're going to stop having these quarrels on the back end and then we now turn around and say that ah, we're dealing with a difficult client of course, there's going to be the bridezilla and there's going to be the monster groom that will slip um, through the cracks. Because let's face it, some people are, um, I don't want to say psychotic, but you know, there, there are some people that, some people are one kind, you know, as you put it. So some there are some people like that. Those, those ones will slip through the cracks. But if we do a good job, as the professional in this case, setting the right expectations, asking the right questions, delving deep to be sure that there's a match between what they want, who they are, what we can deliver, the chances of these things coming up decrease and diminish over time. And that is the reason why I say there's no such thing as a difficult bride. There are only failed expectations. So if the thing has happened now, I'm going to give you what I think is a blueprint for how you can work around it. But the ultimate solution is to make sure that you're not involved in this kind of begging in the first place. We're trying to make sure that we shouldn't be involved in this kind of quarrel in the first place, which is why setting expectations, asking the right questions, understanding the parameters, and making sure that there's a match, make, that's the reason why all that is the ultimate for dealing with this. Now, what I told M, and what I want to share with you guys is, when these things happen, it has already happened. First thing to do is to apologize and to take responsibility. Use your own verbiage. So, Madam Bride, I'm really sorry that things turned out the way that they did. I accept responsibility. I accept full responsibility for everything, and I'm going to do my best to make sure that um, I take care of the situation. And then you start asking a couple of questions. So, what is it that we were? What is it that we didn't do right? What were you unhappy about? Okay, exactly. What about this? Didn't you like? What about that? Didn't you like? The whole point of asking these questions is you're trying to get a sense of what the problem is, so that you can redress. Because if you just shouts and then the groom shouts and everybody's shouting at you and you guys get into a shouting match and you say you know what give me back the wedding album and then you go and then you redo it and give it back to them again chances are there's going to be another shouting match just let them shout be cool take responsibility ask a couple of questions you'll understand what the problem is and if there's enough margin for you to do a reprint 
or if you're going to ask for more money to do a reprint i'll leave the particulars up to you you now have better ammunition because you understand what the problem is and then you will know how to go about fixing it so if it's a retouching thing you know how to change the retouching if it's an album design thing you know how to go over uh, with your new um, album um, design so uh, that's it pretty much so apologize accept full responsibility and do your best to try and make redress ask questions to be able to figure out um, what the problem is and that will give you clues about how to redress it and i think that that is the very best way that you can handle it because any other way is not going to allow you to come off this shining as a true professional so even if they have some reservations or whatever they should be able to come away from this experience saying you know what that guy didn't do me 100 percent, but i think he's a stand-up photographer or i think she's a stand-up wedding planner uh, she's a woman of her word. So at the very least, that's the kind of um, feeling that they should get having dealt with you. That's the kind of reputation that you should um, that you should leave uh, on the board. Now, sometimes it helps to ask the question, how would you like us to go about fixing this? Now, the reason why I'm saying that sometimes it helps to ask that is because there are times when um, I've been a TIFF with, I've been in a tiff with a client and we're trying to sort this thing out and then I offer to redress it in one particular way only to find out after we're done that the bride would have been happy with it being resolved in another way that would have saved me some more money sorry that would yeah that would have saved me some money in the process so sometimes if you're brave enough you can ask okay I understand okay so now how would you like um, us to go about resolving this and hear what it is that the bride and the groom have to say and then take the conversation from there so that's a summary of what i told m about how to go about it but m and i both agreed that the best solution is to make sure that you're not even in those situations in the first place so that's uh that should be our focus make sure that you're not in that position of dealing with difficult brides in the first place but if you ever are in the position to deal with a difficult bride remember that there's no such thing with a difficult no such thing as a difficult bride you only have failed expectations expectations were not properly defined or understood you're the professional so take the initiative um, apologize accept responsibility and then start trying to understand what the expectations are to see how you can um, make redress so thank you very much guys for listening to the sales for the nigerian wedding industry podcast i'm your host abuja based event and wedding photographer tavishima ayede if i'm able to make another recording for tomorrow then take this episode as a bonus but if i'm not then let's just take it that this recording that i'm making right now will be the filler for tomorrow so i'll catch you guys at the next recording and uh, if i'm swamped because of the shoot then you guys are not going to hear from me uh, for another two days or so but regardless catch you guys at the next episode and uh, you all have a wonderful evening